find something of value. The higher education community of South Africa is on intellectualization. How central this humanity is. Welcome to the Academic Citizen. I'm your host, Nusikungu Mezulu. I am Umfiso Ungonyama, Umabene Mata. I am Ujagaza. These are the people I walk into the room with. These are the names that help me locate myself in space and time. In this episode, we're thinking with the theme of ancestors, something that intrigues hobbyists and historians alike. Whether for legal or mystic reasons, we seem to be curious about those who came before us we're curious about what makes us, us. Many of us have seen images of that viral mural from New Orleans-based artist Brandon O'Dooms, which says, I am my ancestors' wildest dreams, indexing that we may not only be the dreamers, but we the living may in fact be the dream. Now that's some inception. According to epigeneticists, we may not only inherit our ancestors' dreams, but can also inherit our ancestors' traumas Research conducted on non-human subjects in 2017 revealed that the environment we live in and the experiences of our ancestors can make genetic changes that can be passed down overping 14 generations. That's 16,384 people whose experiences eventually lead to you. We're still far from a full understanding of what this research means for human subjects, but it is worth considering that my 12th great-great-great-great-grandmother, living in the early 17th century, passed down more than her dreams, but also her traumas. Reading archival materials from the 17th century, I learned that she bequeathed me survival in a place that would begrudgingly accept me as its native daughter. That's 300 years. It's a very long time. I can't help but wonder what I do about my ancestors' nightmares. When I think of ancestors, I often don't think back to the 17th century. That's way far. But I do think about the black and white photograph of my grandfather on his horse taken in the mid-20th century. This tangible artifact allows me to imagine what dreams he had for me and the dreams I have for him. I never got to meet my grandfather, but he's been photoshopped into contemporary photographs of my family gatherings. There, standing behind my aunts and uncles, I see my face in his stoic face. The shifting archive is a comforting resemblance, rendered uncanny and dreamlike in a new context. Perhaps the mustachioed painter Salvador Dali's surrealist painting is apt in helping me feel through what it's like to consider ancestors in this dreamscape of melted clocks Dali investigates temporality and like most of us we're notoriously bad at grasping the scope and the working of time my ancestors you see are both here in the present but also there in the past the photo I have of my grandfather helps me scan the past in an attempt to identify its perceived similarity with the present offering a life raft in the uncertainty of the present. Humans are deeply fond of creating causal links out of correlation, and I'm no different. This is why I think I like Daddy's painting, because it breaks with linear time, and it seems to ask, do you know what time it is? Historical information companies like Ancestry.com have created a frenzy of DNA testing. As the largest for-profit genealogy company in the world, 
it had shot to fame from its obscure start in 1983 to becoming the go-to reference for biotech-based investigations through the use of DNA sequencing. With a simple self-swab at home, you can ship your DNA to their offices and they can tell you where your ancestors lived hundreds up to thousands of years ago. Now, as a South African, I am immediately suspicious and intrigued by a company that offers an ethnicity estimate. I'm also the same woman who is delighted to learn that there are people born Gomezulu, Eswatini, in Malawi. Scanning through my clan names, I find relations across so-called ethnic groups. I do find it suspicious that we're re-territorializing belonging through DNA testing. For me, as someone who grew up in the shadow of an identity assigning colonialism that was a birth date with its penchant for dispossession under the guise of homelands, I find this whole DNA testing of ancestry a little bit creepy. Because despite the hegemonic attempts to fix identity in time and place, ancestry is far richer and far more complex story. The process of understanding our ancestry is at once about excavation and digging deep into the past, but it's also about the ways in which the past protrudes and bleeds into the present. You might have seen shows like the BBC's Who Do You Think You Are, which have inspired spin-offs in South Africa, the United States. When you watch these celebrities tracing their family trees with the help of historians and genealogy experts, this show promises to give viewers the tools to dig into their own pasts and uncover part of their ancestry and the role it plays in their lives today. Something a bit ghoulish, right, about ancestors that comes from our imaginaries and horror movies. And yet, for me, I don't have such a disposition. For me, ancestors do more than just skulk in the shadows of family archives. And for many of us, ancestors are seen as a vital aid in making sense of now, offering both wisdom and comfort. Whether you treat your ancestors as guides or simply a DNA pool, Ancestors are as much about who we were as they are about who we imagine we might become. In our last episode, Professor Ikani explored blue that makes up 71% of our planet. Traversing surface and depths of the ocean is not unlike swimming through the surface and depth of our ancestry. From the salt in our oceans to the minerals that make up our bodies, we are inextricably linked to our ocean commons which offer us an inheritance we steward for future generations. The technologies that we have for exploring the ocean may not mark progress for non-human species. In this episode, we think about some of the tools for understanding who our ancestors are, rather than hauntings or maybe even roots. What if ancestors are portals whose cartography is continuously made and remade? Come with me as we read the old and new writings on the wall with archaeologist Dr. Sven Usman and ask what water can't wash away as we peek into the archives tucked away in family ice cream tubs with free radical writer Yolandri Apisani. And if history is not itself but a re-presentation, we ponder what lives alongside the clock of Western modernity and learn to read promiscuously with Dr. Mohammed Shabani. Mm-hmm.